Welcome to the Rising Kings podcast, where we enable you to raise your standards, elevate your performance, and live to your highest order in business and in life. If you haven't already, make sure that you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any feature content. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Rising Kings podcast. I'm your host, Michael, and of course, with me, we've got Ben Sokeld, our founder and director. Ben, what's going on, man? How are you? Very well, brother. What are we? A couple of weeks into 2023. Feeling good? Feeling good? Yeah, I don't get too carried away here and go, fuck yeah, this is the best. I gotta. <laughs> I feel good, mate. Staying consistent. Let's keep rolling through. It's funny, man. You know, when you watch the new year turn, I don't know. I'm just so curious and I just love the way the brain, the human mind works. You know, so many people leading up to that turn. You know, it's just, it's a calendar day. And yet everyone puts so much, you know, emphasis and my whole world's going to change and I'm going to feel different and better and I'm going to do it and base it on a fucking road, you know, like one spin on our own axis. Because on New Year's Day, when I got up, I was just looking at the birds, right? And the animals and the lizards and the ants. And I'm like, they don't think anything. like It's just the humans. It's just us. Like to them, man, it's like, they're just getting on with it. You know, it's just consistent with their, their moves. And I just watched me. I just, it's cool. I think it's, I just find it really interesting. It's just this crazy human psychology where we can influence our own mood, our own attitude based on a calendar day. Because then you got to start thinking, you go, well, why is it only done that once per year? Why aren't more of us going, well, you know, I've had a shitty month. Let's fucking turn it around. I've had a shitty day. Let's turn it around. I've had a shitty week. Let's turn it around. Why Why does everything just sort of fall on that, you know, that one specific day, man? I just, it's just such an interesting concept. Every year, I'm just blown away with it more and more and more. And as, as I watch and speak with, you know, because, you know, it's the holiday season. So you, you're speaking with a lot of people over that period. And my first questions are like, yeah, man, you're looking forward to New Year. And I just watch them and divulge into their worlds. And I'm like, man, it's crazy, crazy. It's funny that you say that because I was talking to a cousin of mine and it's, and he's like, man, I can't wait. I go, what do you mean? It's 2023, man. This is it. I'm going to be so pumped up. And I'm thinking to myself, like, really, like, what's really going to be, like, I'm glad, I'm glad I made it through another year. I'm glad I made it through another year. You know, me and the kids and the wife survived. And it's like, you know, there's so many things that happened between me and the kids and the wife that I'm glad. But also at the end of the day, like a lot of people sincerely have waited to click over to 2023 before they start making progress towards things. Like they had to magically wait until 1201 to sit there and go, that's it. This is the year. And it's like, why couldn't you have done that last week? Like what's realistically like what's different, you know, to 1201 versus like 1130. You know what I mean? There's like quite a lot of neurochemistry that goes on in this, I'm sure. And it's almost like a false high. Like it's a feeling, man. You see them light up. It's like they're getting just a massive rush of some form of serotonin and dopamine and all that leading up to it. The challenge is though, you cross over the threshold and then you're in 2023 and by week one, it's like whatever goes up, man, right, must come down. <laughs> well, I mean, for me, it's okay. If that gets you going, great. But you know, my biggest thing is just make sure that you stay consistent with it and actually follow through the rest of the year. Because, you know, for me, when I did that, you know, in my 20s, you know, signing up for the gym and stuff like that, I don't think my gym membership really lasted past February. May, it may have gone to March. 
And I know I did that about three or four times. So for me, it's like a lot of those guys, you know, are signing up and it's a big business for them now at this point in, in the year. And they all know that it's like, what, an 80, 85% drop off rate or something like that. So if that gets you going, congratulations. And hopefully you stay consistent with it and stick with it throughout the year. And one thing I do want to do is I want to say thank you so much to a lot of the podcast listeners, to the podcast listeners that we've got. 2022 was a massive year for us in the podcast. We've had listeners from over 42, I believe it was 42 countries. We also rank like top 40 podcasts in Australia where, you know, it's, it's just been a massive growth. We are getting, you know, thank you to all of those that are messaging us, sending us emails, thanking us for the massive value that they're getting out of the podcast and all of these things that they're learning from the podcast. Thank you guys so much. I think it's great. It's sincerely something that I did not expect to happen in a quick period. I think we were only, you know, 49, 50 episode into season two. And yeah, we just had massive growth in 2022. So thank you guys so much for all of the love and support. Yeah. But yeah, I just kind of want to jump in today's topic. And I know, I definitely know that this topic is going to resonate with a lot of people. And, and I want to talk about, you know, communication, effective communication, right? For me, like I believe that communication is probably the biggest factor for why relationships in general fail or don't work out as we'd like. Whether that's your relationship with your partners, your kids, you know, professional relationships and whatever the case may be. Because a lot of us men, frankly speaking, don't really communicate, you know, with our loved ones and with our colleagues sort of the right way, I think. And yet somehow miraculously we expect them to just quote unquote just know what you mean or what you're talking about and and what you're saying, but yet like, yeah. we don't really just do it properly. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about how to effectively communicate and how that is going to help you become a better version of you, whether that's being a husband, a better father, or a better leader in the community. So Ben, why is effective communication important in relationships and how can it improve our relationship with everybody around us? At the end of the day, it's probably the one of the most critical elements of a solid relationship is clear communication. We need to be clear on whatever it is we're asking for, whatever it is that we're looking for, and also too in terms of you know, putting information across from one person to another so that one doesn't feel you know they're running down one path and then the other partner's running down another path. And the same with when it comes to children. The challenge is though, we need to learn how to communicate effectively based on individuals because we're all different, right? Men are very different to women. Kids are very different to adults, adolescents. Like we're all wired differently. And so we've got to be able to understand, well, how do I, like what you called it there, effectively communicate across to the other person? And look, it's not just in relationships in terms of family. It's business and it's friendships pretty much how we connect, really. Like if we can't effectively communicate, we can't connect. If you and I are talking completely different languages, or even if we're speaking in the same language, but we're completely off kilter in terms of what it is we're trying to get across, bro, we have no connection at the end of the day. They're just sound bites passing through one another, from one another to another. Let me ask you this. You know, a lot of the guys that, that you know, I end up speaking with that are looking into Rising Kings, you know, one of the things that they say all the time is that they feel disconnected with their kids and their wives. And I always ask them, like, I always wondered, like, what disconnected, like, from their perspective mean? And for you, like, you know, with all of the guys that you've worked with in Horizon Kings, like, just how key is it to be able 
to have that communication so that you don't feel disconnected? So in terms of like, we've got to look here too, in terms of communication, it's beyond just verbal, right? So in terms of whether it's with your wife, with your kids, with your friends, with your brothers, etc., it's this notion of how do I effectively get across an intention or information across to the other person? And so, you know, for example, let's say it's with kids and we want to let our children know we really love them. But let's say on one hand, we're saying, I love you, I love you, I love you, but we're not following that up with clear, I love you actions. Then we're going to have a very different connection path that isn't effective really at the end of the day. And vice versa. Like, you know, one of the things I noticed early on in us raising children was I thought my kids knew I loved them. Like I thought I had said it enough. It wasn't until I realized, man, it's, it's a repetitive, I love you. Like let genuinely show them, make them feel loved, make them hear that they're loved consistently every single day. Not just when something goes well or they do something right. Not just when you think, you know, they're sad and oh, I love you, I love you. It's like, it's an all-time thing. And so this is when, when it's effective communication. It's got to go beyond just what you say. It's actions are involved here. You know what I mean? Like it's the verbal, it's the physical, it's the emotional, it's the attitude you bring into the room. Like all these, I believe, are pieces of effective communication. Now, when it comes to communication amongst, like you're talking about there, like brothers and friends and inside the brotherhood, et cetera, like it's the number one thing you know, we really drive in inside Rising Kings is communication and it's accountability around communication. If you're unable to do something or you can't do something inside the programming that we put together, it's not just, oh, I didn't get around to it or I couldn't do it or, you know, I couldn't make a round table this week or I couldn't do the WWC because I had an injured shoulder. Like they don't say anything and then someone says, man, why wasn't that done? Oh, well, I had a short, it's like, why wasn't that communicated? Because how you do one thing is how you do everything. If you're not communicating with us, you're not communicating with your chosen one. And if you're not communicating with your chosen one, you're not communicating with your kids, you're not communicating in business, you're fucking this lone wolf looking for connection and wondering why I don't have any connection. It's because you're not communicating. Let me ask you this. You know, with, I know that you know, when the early sort of stages in your marriage, I'm assuming that you probably weren't the best communicator with your chosen one. That's a good assumption. <laughs> <laughs> when you made that switch over, when you finally sort of, I guess, quote unquote, woke up and realized I have to change, like when you really started communicating to her and having a better, you know, sort of communication route or bridge or whatever you want to call it, like how massive was, you know, that growth or that change in your relationship become? At first, not dramatic, you know, and uh, to put into context, you know, like, I'm still a work in progress. You know, my communication is 10x what it was <laughs> 10 years ago. In saying that, though, I have 10x to go in terms of my communication. What it did do, though, has brought us way, way closer. Like our connection is just so tight now compared to what it was you know, over a decade ago because of like, me working on my communication with Chosen One. So previous, my communication was, I fix it, I only hear what I want to hear, and I only fucking give input when I feel like I want to give input. Communication these days, though, is like part of my communication is listening. Part of my communication is, hey, I don't need to solve that problem. I just need to be, let her know I love her and I'm here for her when and she needs support or love. Or I show it just through a cuddle. 
rather than trying to fix the problem. And so all these like attributes, these pieces of communication I've learned over the years has just brought our relationship so much closer. Like we, we now get each other, you know, there's still areas for improvement and growth that we continually work on. In saying that though, we understand each other so much better than what we did 10 years ago because we've worked effective, like highly on our effective communication with one another, understanding what, what works for chosen one versus me. Like for me, like to get things done, I kind of need someone to kick me up the ass. That's what works for me. You know, like fucking pull your head out of your ass, you know, get this done, da, 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 you know, like that works for me. I respond to that quite well. Like, shit, yeah, okay, you know, get things done. If I try and go, well, that's how everyone operates, and I used to <laughs> throw that at chosen one, it was responded with, I'm not a business transaction, darling. You know, I don't respond to that. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't respond to that? Like, everyone responds to this and not realizing, like, water going over the duck's back. Like, of course she's not responding. It doesn't even connect with her. If anything, it just pushes her to the side and, you know, chosen one will close off. And now we're not even communicating at all versus changing that, being able to understand what's the language and the tonality that I'm bringing to the table when I'm bringing across information to connect with chosen one. And you know, putting her on here, which I'd love to do at some point is have her on here to be able to say that and show that, yeah, this is fucking massive. Like it was a massive piece for me to change that. I'm an engineer by trade, man. I'm black and white. I'm one and zeros. Um, you know, there's no, in the past, there was no in between. That's just how I communicated. It's matter of fact, duh, 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 you know, very robotic. Not realizing like human beings aren't robots and not everyone's wired the same way that I'm wired. And so I've had to learn to navigate that. I've had to learn to listen, to empathize, to understand, to be able to bring information across that makes sense to them in their world, in their language, so that together we're on the same page. We're not you know, two people on two different pages. Yeah. And that's, you know, you brought up something interesting and I forgot to mention earlier when we talked about kids, right? You know, a lot of the times when it comes to dads, when we tell our kids, I love you, but yet also at the same time, we're, in a way, we're also not present. And this was a quote that I heard right around the holidays where it's like, your presence is more important than any present you give them. Because for me, and this is something I'm guilty of, is when I end up not showing them how much I love them. I end up buying something because this is what my dad used to do. He ends up buying us stuff to tell us and to show us how much he loved us. And for me, you know, our Christmas gift for our kids this past Christmas really wasn't a whole lot. But what I wanted to wasn't a lot in terms of, you know, toys and materialistic stuff because I didn't want to take that, you know, any of that stuff on the plane. But it was more of just trying to get them experiences as much as we possibly can. And it was for me, like, I felt like that was a great way for me to just say this, you know, I love you. So we went out to the zoo as much as we possibly can throughout our trip and did all the museums and just kind of played and really just spent time with my kids. Now, with my partner, on the other hand, I'm like you, like the way I communicate. And this is something that for me is something that I've I've had issues with, even from, you know, previous girlfriends and whatnot, where, you know, I'm like, you know, in the sense that I respond better when it's like, you got to get X, Y, Z done. You know, let's get it. There's no gray areas. It's either black or white. And for me, when getting into that transitioning from, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, and now into having this family, I suck at communication, to be perfectly honest with you, especially with my partner. 
it's something that I feel like a lot of guys suck as well. Because, you know, when growing up and when we were in our 20s and our 30s, and it's just me and the boys, it's so easy to just say what's on your mind and you don't really think about the emotions that's attached to those words or, you know, even the tone of your voice. But now when you're in a relationship and you've got wife and kids, it's like a lot of these things you really have to think about carefully because even the slightest bit of tone and change in tone can mean something completely different, you know, to your partner. Yeah. And for me, like this was something that was awakening. And again, even now, like I'm still terrible, but it's something that I'm slowly working on to be better because without any communication, like what relationship do you really have? 100% man. Like one of the biggest things that really has supported me in my growth around communication with Chosen One is I become really curious in these moments, right? Like when there's conflict, challenge, problems, et cetera, you know, we're trying to get on the same page rather than dictating, trying to dictate a path. I just get very curious. I'm like, where's she at, man? Where's her head at? What's she really feeling in this moment? And I feel this is like what empathy really is at the end of the day. I'm trying to get into her head. I'm trying to understand what is really behind this right now? How is Chosen One really feeling in this moment? Because I know how I feel in the moment, right? And I feel, you know, like, oh, I can fucking solve this, blah, 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 blah. And we automatically think, well, maybe the other person's in the exact same frame of mind. So it's like, well, why don't you fucking get it? Why don't you understand? Right. What we've got to do is we've got to be able to cast ourselves into their world. And that's where it's becoming curious. Like, it's, it's trying to understand where's their headspace at? And so I'm always big on, like, why is that important to you? Why are you feeling that way? What does that feel like at the end of the day? These questions where it opens up a level of dialogue so that I can paint a better picture of where Chosen One is in this particular space. Because once, once you know where you're at and once you know where they're at, then you've got the opportunity to build the bridge, right? You can actually bridge the gap. Yeah. If you know where you're at, but you don't know where the other person is, you don't know where to fucking build a bridge. You don't know where to take it next. We just know it based on our feelings. We're just like, well, you just got to get on our part, on our page. And that's where the conflict occurs. And so I've really worked heavily over the years of like, this comes down to like listening at the end of the day, not just listening to the words. I'm looking at body language. I'm really looking underneath. I'm asking questions that allow her to open up more, open the space up more. And the thing is too, you know, like when you think about that, it's a conversation that can't be rushed. I think with us as guys, like we just want to get the fucking conversation over with. I've got a million things to do. Let's close this loop so we can get on with the rest. Versus if you slow it down and you let go of, man, maybe this is going to take 10 minutes instead of in mind, it's like, well, this is going to be a 30 second conversation and being able to stay there with it. All of a sudden, it opens up a whole new landscape in terms of the way that you can connect with the other person, whether it's your chosen one, whether it's with your children, whether it's with staff, employees, etc. The trick, like what I'm saying is underneath it is, is this notion of curiosity. Like I'm all about curiosity. Where's this person? I do it with my children. Like one of my children really upset and there's you know, heated debate going on. I have to catch myself because I still, you know, old school mannerisms for me are like, shut this down. No, da-da, ego, you know, headstrong, blah, 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 blah. And I got to catch myself and go, hang on. Where's, especially with my son, it's like, where's my 11-year-old son at right now? He's not a fucking 38-year-old man who should have a better understanding of discipline and all that sort of stuff. He's 11 years old, you know? It's like, 
I've got to bring myself down to his world and try and actually understand like what's going on in his head. Again, coming back to the analogy so that I know where I am, if I can understand where he is, I can then bridge the gap in terms of the way I communicate. Ah, okay. Well, brings it together so that we can be on the same page. And I think that's important because a lot of guys, you know, when we're sort of faced with challenges and emotional, you know, situations or situations where we have the varying viewpoints, I think what really ends up happening is we say a lot of the things that we don't necessarily mean, but we've let the emotions sort of just out end up just saying stuff that you know five, 10 minutes later after that conversation is done, you're like, oh, fuck, why did I say that? Yep. Right. And now we're kicking ourselves in the house and we're probably sleeping on the couch and whatever. And it's, I think for me, I think that's really important where you stay curious, you know where you're at, try to figure out where that other party's at and really, you know, bridge the differences so that you can really sort of, you know, effectively work together toward, you know, to solve whatever challenges that you guys are dealing with. I'm curious, like what other strategies do you practice so that, you know, other guys can practice this as well so that they can really begin to have better communication channels with their partners and families and stuff like that? Yeah, I think during, you know, again, over the past decade plus, you know, I've worked a lot with Chosen One to just understand more about how she likes to be communicated to, you know, Uh, even going down the path of like understanding love languages. So there's a whole protocol that you can look into, like you can just Google it, love languages, and you can find out how individuals are in terms of their love languages. And so now you've got another piece of the puzzle that can help support, you know, building that communication together. The curiosity, like I talked about before, and then it's, again, man, like every time, you know, if a conversation or a challenge comes up in terms of the conversation. So let's say there's, uh, I don't like to use the, the term argument, but let's say we're not on the same page on something and we want to get on the same page. I've really got to let go of my ego and my, that other side of me that says, I'm fucking right. This is how it's going to get done. This is how we're going to solve it. Becoming the problem fixer to actually go, well, let's just hear out the other side. Let's get really curious on what the other side looks like and why it looks like that and what that is. Now, in saying that, it, it's easy to say. However, when you're in that moment, it takes work right. to actually be able to allow that to sink in, to actually build a picture of the other, the other side, to really understand that. And through you know, the journaling, the meditation, you know, these types of daily disciplines, it enabled me to build enough capacity that I can do that, man. Like I can disengage from the ego. I can disengage from that, you know, that I'm trying to think of the word to describe it, but it's, it kind of locks you up, you know, like you get caught in this state of where it's like, uh, it's like I'm listening, but I'm not really fucking taking the information on board because all I'm thinking about in my mind is what I'm coming back with. It's being able to unplug from that. It's being able to actually play the, the game of like, what if I'm fucking wrong here? What if I'm completely wrong? Why don't I play? I've got to build a case in myself to reprove that or reshow that I have the right answer here. And so when you start doing these and start practicing these, I feel it just opens up a whole lot more space when it comes to connection, especially with chosen one or those people that you love, the ones that are closest to you. It can also be, you know, in terms of business and the relationships that one holds in business as well. And I think it's this is the art of being a human being. Like We have to be able to understand the other side if we want to be able to connect with them. 
And that's where effective communication comes in. If you don't have effective communication with others, you cannot connect. That's Ben Soko, and I'm Michael. And this has been another episode of the Rising Kings podcast. Stay strong. So that's it for this week's show. We really hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Make sure that you head over to iTunes, uh, rate and review the show. This really helps us get the message out there to ensure we're doing our part in helping others raise their standards and live to their highest order. Also too, if you haven't already, you can apply to join our free Facebook group where we take this conversation deeper and further. And then finally, if you want additional resources, etc., head over to risingkings.com.au. Have an awesome week. Stay strong.